I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on the Drill Music Explosion. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Drill is one of the fastest growing music genres on streaming and social media platforms. From its roots in violent gang culture to chart-topping mainstream hits, the hard-driving beats are being used in new and exciting ways, and millions of fans around the world can't get enough. We're breaking it all down for you. We're discussing all this with our amazing panel. Joining me is Mark Ellibert. He's a hip-hop journalist and commentator. Mark, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you. Also with us is New York City's own Ron Suno. He is a hip-hop artist, multifaceted, also a drill artist. He has a hit single, which you probably already heard, called What They Gonna Say. More than 30 million streams and views across social media platforms. As they say in the culture, he's killing it. Ron, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Hot 97 DJ Drewski. He's also a drill music producer. He is one of the uh, people who really kind of led the way for New York Drill several years ago, worked closely with Pop Smoke and has worked with a lot of other artists. And he says it is exploding. There's all kinds of new sounds coming into it. So first we'll find out what that's all about. Petruski, great to have you with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Petruski, when we talk about drill, what exactly are we talking about? It's, it's a sound. It's an energy. It's a feeling that, you know, you take the beats that are being produced and, and the artists and their style, their, their cadence, their flow, and, and you put it together. And especially in New York, you know what I'm saying? It's now a culture. And shout out to Ron Suno, who's with us today. Like he was one of the early artists to doing it, like doing it in the Bronx, right? Because you have Brooklyn artists that were doing the drill music that really kicked it off in, in New York. But then it started shifting. And, you know, even him joking around and saying he's the king of Bronx drill, but he was one of the early ones on it. So it's, it's just like an energy that's going on in the city mixed with a, a certain sound. Ron, tell us how you how you came into the whole music scene and and why why drill has been this thing that has really launched you into a whole new stratosphere. See, I, I definitely want to give credit to like the Chicago drill because I feel like Chicago definitely paved the way for the artists in New York to um brand off their own sound and feel like just rasp onto a, a, a new cadence to a new wave. So I feel like me listening to like Chief Keef growing up, um, Fifty Cent that that motivated me to like get into like the drill and the music. You feel me? like the aggression, like that drill brings. Cause I feel like drill is a genre where you can express yourself in emotion where if you angry or if you feel like you have that, like that energy, you could put it on the beat. You feel what I'm trying to say? So it's like poetry. So when you hear, when, when producers send you beats or you're, li you're listening to beats, how do you, like, what are the characteristics when you hear like, oh, that's a drill, that's a hot drill beat. I could do something on that. Is there anything like that? Yeah, so like I feel like with drill beats is a it's a certain BPM that it have it has like a like uh how you said the the eight oh eights eight oh eights are more aggressive. You know what I'm trying to say? Like when I hear beat, I gotta hear how aggressive the eight oh eights are, and then most likely when you hear a drill beat coming from the Bronx, because you know we all have different sounds. Like like Brooklyn drill is different from Bronx drill, Queens drill. Like everybody has their own sound. When it, I feel like Bronx drill caters onto samples. So when you hear a sample, you, you already know it's a drill beat going on. Right. And, may, and maybe even a Bronx, like a Bronx artist, too, when you mm -hmm. when you hear that. Mark, in, in terms of the drill scene, what do we see happening globally with this? We're seeing a lot of people tapping into it. Um, you know, the last time I was here talking to you, I said that, you know, New York uh, 
sets the trends and people like to follow what we're doing out here. And since hip hop has become so much bigger now and a bigger entity, it's being seen, this whole wave is being seen in countries like Italy and Japan and Korea and stuff like that. So it's only going to keep growing from here. What is it about the sound that you think appeals to to so many people, and especially to really young hip hop fans? Uh, like Ron said, it's an emotion, right? So whether you're angry or you're sad, there's drill music for that. Then if you want to turn up and party and dance and, and there's dance moves to drill records. So it's like at both ends of the spectrum, you could get emotions out of it. And then just what they're talking about, a lot of the kids can relate to it. You know, the, the things that are going on in the world are going on in their hood. They're talking about it and living it on these records and the, the fans can relate to it. And, you know, it's just it's just a, a culture now, too. Right. Because. You see artists from the Bronx that are doing drill music and artists from Brooklyn that are doing drill music now coming together. Artists from the Bronx and Jersey doing Jersey drill music. So it, it became a culture. And, and, you know, once something is hot, everybody wants to be a part of it. So if you weren't on it early, you realize, OK, this is what's going on in the world. This is what's going on in music. And I right. want to be a part of it. And I think that's where we're at now. It's a, it's a whole new thing. OK, we're going to find out more about some of these new genres of drill music when we mm -hmm. come back stay with us hey what up y'all this is lloyd the king of hearts and this is street soldiers with lisa evers real issues real politics and real people only on hot 97 you did welcome back to this episode of street soldiers i'm your host lisa evers we're talking about the drill music explosion you've heard about pop smoke you've heard about the artists coming out of chicago you heard maybe even about some of the early ones coming out of London, out of UK drill. Well, what we're talking about now are new genres, subgenres of drill music because it is spreading so fast. It is the sound of a couple new generations coming up. Got a great panel to break this all down for us. Joining me is Mark Ellibert. He's a hip hop journalist and commentator. Mark, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us is Ron Suno. He's a multifaceted hip hop artist, but he does drill music. His hit single that's out now is called What They Gonna Say. He has a new album that will be dropping on August 5th. Um, Ron, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And also joining us is Hot 97's DJ Drewski. He's also a music producer, has broken many of the new drill artists, even going back to Pop Smoke. Um, Drewski, great to have you with us. It's always fun to be here. Yeah, definitely, especially for the, especially for this this topic, Ron. In, in in terms of the in terms of the different types of of drill music you see now, why do you think it? Well, let let me take it back to the Bronx. Yeah. Why why are so we seeing so many artists coming out of the Bronx now, like really great artists? I feel like the music now is evolving because it's like drill became more something to to you could dance to like. Before, I feel like with Drill, when it first came to New York, it was more so catering to the UK sound. It was more grittier. And then when Bronx got in, it became more lava, more loose. So it's like, as, as, as the music get bigger with, with the Bronx, there's new artists that's coming in with more fun sounds, more, more words that's like opening for everybody to do it. Before, it was like, it was a selective few that, that can make Drill, you know what I'm trying to say? But now it's an open lane for anybody to do it. Mm -hmm. now, why did you why did you make the move? Because you were had a successful career as a comedian, social media influencer, doing a, a lot of things like that. What what made you really just go like, I got to get into this? Me personally, I've been, I've been doing music like since I was 14 years old. I'm 21 right now. So when I was 14, I started my first drill song. It was called Murder. And I feel like 
my personality building up with my music, it was a great time for me to go two at once. You know what I'm trying to say? Because I feel like I have something different and, and, and it separates me from a lot of rappers to create my own lane and have everybody else follow that way. Mark, in terms of in terms of internationally and in terms of other places, are they following it because it's the trend, because New York has made it so big? Or what do you think is happening? Um, well, you know, the one thing I want to bring up and say is that, you know, hip hop is one of the biggest forms of expression for the culture. And there hasn't been a sound that really people could use to say what's going on in the streets. And that's pretty much more or less how drill came up. These kids are talking about what's going on in the streets. Kids from other hoods internationally are seeing that like, oh, this is a new way for us to get off whatever we got to get off. And they're going to start doing that. And it's just we're seeing history repeat itself and we're seeing hip hop evolve in different ways. And that's just really all it is. These kids are finding a new outlet to, you know, let off their emotions, let off their story, seeing what's going on in front of them and letting people know, like, yo, this is what's going on out here. Not necessarily saying this is what we're doing, but this this is what's happening in front of us. So let's try to figure something out with that. Drewski, you, you have your finger on the pulse of what's what's new and what's up and coming and what's bubbling and just about to, to break to break really big. Why do you think drill music is like so it, it just really is reaching out to people in this kind of crazy time that we're in now coming out of the pandemic? And yet life is still crazy every other day. It seems, you know, there's all these changes and there's a lot of uncertainty, especially for, you know, for our youth. What do you what do you see in drill that really kind of answers speaks to that? No, I just think it's an outlet for, you know, the, the artist to express themselves. And then once they start realizing it's bigger than just New York, they see artists like Kanye West and Alicia Keys jumping on drill records. They see artists like Drake, who are like international superstars, you know, following the wave. Then they go, oh, wow. Like, this is I, I was born into it. Right. You get a 14 year old kid from the Bronx or Brooklyn. They were just born into the sound of this drill music. So now they see these huge superstar artists doing it and they're like, yeah, I, I'm going to do it. It was birth here. Like they feel like they own it. So, you know, they're like, yo, if they're doing it, I could do it and I can express myself and I could change my life through the music. You know, a lot of these artists are able to take themselves out of a bad situation doing drill records, you know, and if, if, if it hits, boom, now they got diamond chains and living in nice condos. You see, Ron Suno. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Ron, what, what about that in terms of what it speaks to right now? Like how the, how the music is, is helping people express themselves and people who listen to it. It's kind of like lets you let out a certain energy and, and aggression, aggression too sometimes, you know? Yeah, I feel like definitely one thing I can say about this lane is like it keeps a lot of kids off the streets because we we are in the studio too. So it's like when you got a lot of rappers that that's outside, you for me, they go in the booth. That's a way of them escaping what's the real world going on, like any situation that they're going around. So it's like when you in the booth and you get to connect the dots and be in there, it's a different feeling. So it's like artists that that get the opportunity and they're able to pass it on. It creates a uh, for me. So it's like we not as like stereotypicalized like we. we bad people, such and things like that. We got our own career that we can feed our family with a whole foundation behind it. And do you feel like the, do you feel like Bronx artists that there's a certain sense of like, oh, we're from the Bronx, we're kind of like extended family or is it, is it super competitive? I mean, Bronx, 
The Bronx is it's a competitive sport, you know, because everybody's trying to win, but we all want the same thing. Like, we all want to do the same thing. We all try to feed our family. We all have the same vision, and that's, and that's the main point part. Like, mm-hmm. as, 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 as the Bronx sound grows, and you can see a lot of artists is getting older, there's a people that's connecting to, to each other that wasn't connecting before. So it's a lot going on right now. It's, it's, a, it's a different feeling. No, totally. Mark, when you talk about it, it goes back to hip-hop's roots. Are you talking about hip-hop as being a way of expressing you know, what's going on in the streets that's that's really not being understood or conveyed in the quote-unquote mainstream media? Yeah. Um, you know, again, hip-hop has become such a commercial entity right now, and it's all about the money. So um, guys aren't necessarily, guys and uh, women aren't necessarily rapping about what's going on in the street. They always say once they make it out, they're rapping about something different now. So Again, you know, the streets needed something to get their story off. And then, you know, drill came up and it's grown into this bigger thing. So again, it's just it's just another, it's just, it's just another outlet, the main outlet for the streets right now for these kids to get their, you know, their thoughts off. Yeah, Drewski, okay, the, the streets, I get that, of course. But you when you told me that there was Jersey Jersey drill, and you're in a lot of clubs with a lot of different, a lot of different types of crowds. And crowds from a lot of different kinds of kinds of area codes. Right. Tell us about Jersey Drill. Yeah. So of course, when something gets so big, it's like subgenres that start being created. Right. And Jersey already had Jersey club music, right, where the beats are like double time, and they're really dancey beats. But then they started putting the drill, you know, 808s and drums on it. So now it's Jersey Drill, and you have jersey drill artists you know like you have bronx drill and brooklyn drill now you got like artists like Bandman and baby atm who are like jersey drill artists and taking the bronx artists and bringing them into the world into their world you know and then it's just now becomes a sound so artists like ron suno could now jump on a jersey drill beat and get jiggy so it's like it created subgenres where it's now just transitioning and, and every, you know you can play it anywhere and do you get a lot of, do you, do you have to, do you see that that's what like the people want in the club when you're doing these venues, different venues? Yeah, they, they want to have fun. They want to express themselves. You know, when you're in a club, it's an escape from the real world, right? You go to the club to escape from reality and just have fun. So they want to hear their favorite drill records, their favorite Jersey drill records. You know, they want to dance, they want to escape. And I think that's what the music is now doing to the fans. It's a, it's a way for the fans to escape reality and for the artists to escape their reality and put it on the music. All right. We're going to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Yeah, yeah. What up, what up, what up? This is Styles Peter Ghost, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about the drill music explosion. Drill music has now expanded internationally. It has subgenres. A whole new group of fans, actually millions of fans now around the world. And we're breaking it all down for you and just talking about it. What's going on? Joining me for this conversation is Mark Ellibert. He's a hip hop commentator and journalist. Mark, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is um, hip hop artist and drill rapper Ron Suno. He has a hit song that's out now, more than 11 million views on YouTube called uh, what they're going to say. He's got a new album that's dropping in early August. That's coming out and he's got a lot going on. Ron, thank you so much for being with us. 
Appreciate you for having me. We, we appreciate you. it. Also with us is Hot 97's own DJ Drewski. He is a music producer. He's broken a lot of the uh, drill artists, especially coming out of New York. He was the first one to play Pop Smoke on uh, Hot 97 on any commercial radio, I think it was. And uh, he also had a moment with a drill rapper and a very famous female rapper at Hot 97 Summer Jam. Drewski, that, that was one of those uh, iconic moments that people are going to we'll be talking about for years to come. Right. You had, you had B love, right. You had B love. And then all of a sudden Cardi B comes out. Mm -hmm. And what did that do for, for drill music and for Bronx artists when that happened? No, I I think it was just so real, you know, like it just felt so real when you see Cardi B come out, you know, to support these young drill artists. Now she has a song with B love, right. I mean, with uh, Dougie B. I'm, so I'm her, sorry, Dougie, did I say Dougie B? Love was on stage as well, you okay. know, but she came out to perform the song she has with Dougie B with and Dougie K Block. And uh, I think people realize, like, wow, you know, it's a community at this point, right? Like, where artists stick together. And if you're from a certain borough or a certain hood, it's like, yo, let's stick together. Let's ride out together. And I think that's what Cardi showed by coming out on a festival stage to show love, you know, not just to the drill community, but to her own community. And and it, it, it makes other artists and people realize like, okay, this is not a fly by night thing. Like this is going to be around for a while. So let's all tap in. And is it the type, is it the type of thing where you're seeing like super established artists, like look at Fabio, you know, with, with his song with, with Alicia Keys and with Kanye, it's like where they're like, okay, super famous artists and very established artists are saying like, I got to, I got to find a drill artist. I, I really need to do some kind of project with them. Yeah. You see that a lot. You see like a French Montana tap in with D thing, you know what I'm saying? And two different generations, but they understand the seasoned artists understand what's going on and you got to tap in with the core, you know, the core audience. And it, like I said, it's a community, right? Because for me and through my experience, I use Ron Suno, for example, um, him being from the Bronx and now he, you know, he collabs with an artist named Ross Swish. At one time, they didn't really know each other. Right. But me producing records, I wanted to put them on a song together. So we made it happen. And now they have that hundreds of songs together. You know what I'm saying? They're dropping mixtapes together. So to see how it's a community and how it comes together, that's what makes me happy and excited to watch these artists grow. And that isn't something we really had for a long time in New York. That's right. What they're missing. Yeah, because you have the the beefing going on in the music, which is one side of it, but nobody talks about how artists are working together. Like Ron Suno again just dropped a new record with Ross Swish and Little Mabu, right? Like they just put a song together. So Dusty and Ross Swish. Yeah, so Dusty, Dusty and Ross. And shout out to Ross Swish. We we had him on uh, on Street Soldiers a while ago. But Ron, tell us about the collabor the that collaboration thing Bruski was just talking about. Oh yeah, so um, you know, Juicy connected the dots from the beginning of 2019. We did the song um Mop on his tape. And then from there, me and Rod Swish, we, we connected the dots. So now we got the song called Shoes. We, we got a couple of songs. We even did a tape coming in the works. We're not gonna really speak on that because it's in the making right now. But we got a tape in the workings. But me, me, Dusty and Rob, we, we connected together because it's like Bronx. To Brooklyn coming to it's like it makes New York City what it is, and we can come as one. So we go OT and we we brand ourselves in these different locations. They look at us as united. 
Mm-hmm. We, you, you're, talking, you're talking about the unity, but I have to bring up what's been in the news, what people who aren't familiar with the culture and mm-hmm. the music you know, are familiar with. They hear drill rap being used as you know, an up-and-coming drill rapper, you know, a, a young teenager maybe involved in criminal activity or gang activity. And then does, does, that give, does that give other drill artists a bad name, do you think? I mean, necessarily. I feel like it's, it's everyday life, though, because if you look at what's going on around the world, there's always a, a situation with everybody. But it's just like with, with drill, it's just a, a different type of light on it because we, we already cater into the sound of it. So when you have problems of void around it, it's going to be bigger than what it is. But I feel like it's, it's, it's always something around everywhere, like in different genres, something going on. Through every type of music. Mark, what about that? What do you think? Um, yeah, um, the only thing, you know, I wish for like drill music is that, you know, these artists continue creating, but creating in a way that doesn't let those higher powers look at us and be like, oh, what is it that they're doing right right now? Because again, you know, um, they're paying way more attention to these lyrics and these music videos way more than ever now. And as hip hop grows, that's only going to bring more eyes to it. And, you know, a lot of these artists may not understand the art of like lyricism and like, you know, you know, instead of directly saying what happened, you tell a story through it. You know, all the rappers from back in the day told crazy stories and made us wonder, like, did that really happen? Um, these days, it's I don't see it like that because, again, hip hop is growing more and it's growing out to more people. And there's more people trying to rap and they're not really understanding the art form and hiding it. And, you know, I just wish that, you know, to keep this wave alive because it's very important and New York hasn't had it in a while continue finding ways to make it grow. Don't give them a reason to look at it and be like, you know, oh, let's look at it and see what they're doing and lock them up for no reason because right. we see what's going on out here. That was another recent show that we did. Ruski, what, what, what about that in, term, in terms of the image of drill? It doesn't seem to be slowing the pace or, you know, any any of the, the negativity, especially what was around, you know, in early 2022. Right. It doesn't seem to be slowing the popularity of it or the the way people are embracing it at all. That that whole term, like all press is good press. I think you know that's what's helped driving it. But even hip hop from back in the day was looked at in a negative way at first, and that was the biggest you know the biggest genre of music out hip hop and and drill being under that umbrella and being a new form of hip hop. People are gonna always look at the negative side of it first. But there are great sides of it, you know, in a business aspect, you see labels signing multiple drill artists because business wise, it makes sense. You know, for the youth, it's it's influencing them. So there's power in it. You know, the artists are making away from themselves from this music. So, of course, you know, the media a lot of times want to focus on the negative, but there is a whole other side to drill music. Yeah, positive side. Right. Um, Ron, in, in terms of your own personal life, how has you, has your life changed, you know, especially these last several years, you know, you, when you've been doing the, the music professionally? Like, well, my life changed because I, I found myself more safer than, than, than I was because when I do, the more I do music, the more I elevate my life. So I feel like I was able to stay away from my everyday struggle, stay away from all the, all the negativity that I was working for to, to be in this position. So it's like music definitely blessed my life, and especially this this category of, of music. So I'm definitely appreciative for that. And where do you where do you get your inspiration from? I get it from like just my father, my, my father himself, because he used to make music too when I was younger. So 
him being in the crib, just rapping around and so listening to old school music. So you know it's a, it's a different era now, but back then you had Biggie Smalls, you know, like Tupac, that's always gonna be an influence. And then do you do you like recording more or do you like performing in front of a, a live audience more? I feel like it's either or, either or, because it's like, it's, it's a natural vibe that is organic. So. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after this. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this episode of Street Soldiers on the Drill Music Explosion. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Joining me for this conversation, hip-hop journalist and commentator Mark Ellibert. Mark, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Bronx drill rapper and multifaceted hip hop artist and an entertainer. Let's not forget that. The one and only Ron Suno. His hit song that's out now, more than 11 million views on YouTube, is called What They Gonna Say. He has an album dropping August 5th called Suno Mode, and uh, he's making it happen. Ron, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate you for having me. Thank you. We appreciate it. Also with us is Hot 97's DJ Drewski. He's also a music producer, and he has helped break many of the new drill artists on the air, in the clubs, and in their careers here in the uh, New York area. Drewski, great to have you with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Drewski, you work with Fabio also. Fabio Foreign. I interviewed him at Hot 97 Summer Jam, mm -hmm. and his career just really blew up after, you know, after Pop Smoke's murder, may he rest in, rest in peace. What right. do you see happening with Fabio? No, I, I think he's doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's doing what you're supposed to do and, and keep growing and, and bringing other artists into your world. Yeah, he does a lot. Of, when he does a feature, they usually put him on a drill record. You know, when he has a feature, it's on a drill record. So it's like really owning it. Like he owned it. He didn't run away from it or say, you know, you hear everything around you. Oh, this is not going to last. Drill's not going to last. He didn't run away from it. He still owned it and said, this is who I am. This is the type of music I make. And I'm going to ride it out and I'm going to bring these artists into my world. So I feel like Fabio did it the right way, you know, and, and he, you know, he represents it in a good way. When you see him on Summer Jam stage or you see him on Rolling Loud stage, He's representation of what's going on in New York and what the drill artists are doing. And he's also an inspiration for a lot of the young drill artists. They see that and they're inspired. Right. And he shows you that, yo, I can't make it out. I can't change my life through this music. So, I, I you know, I love what Fabio been doing. And, and I think also and I think also, too, I interviewed him at Summer Jam and he was basically one of the things he said to me, which goes Ron goes to your point. He said he goes, I never I never thought my life could change this way. And he was talking about how traveling, just getting outside of New York had changed his perspective so much and, and his, his whole life. Ron, have you experienced that? Um, just leaving in New York. Yeah, of course. Like leaving New York is, 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 is a different environment. Like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, what was the question? No, it's just like Fabio, Fabio said that the music really helped him. You know, it just, it literally gave him a new life that he never thought he would really be able to have. Like he just, really loves the music. He loves doing the music and it helped him think of himself differently. Did it, I'm just wondering what your experience has been. Yeah. I feel like as, as I, I did the music thing, I feel like I learned more from a different perspective now. So I definitely like feel like music changed my life too. For me. Right. That's great. That's awesome. Mark, uh, Fabio said a few things though recently you, you were telling us about break that down for us. 
Yeah, uh, he was uh, sitting with Gilly the Kid and Wallow on their Million Dollars uh, Worth the Game podcast. And he was discussing uh, Pop Smoke's legacy and uh, explaining how he thought um, he didn't know where drill music was going to go after Pop Smoke died. He really thought that. And him and he said himself and other artists didn't think it would have gotten to this level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just interesting to hear that because there's a lot of people who still think that that way, including uh, Joe Budden. He said the same comments as well during his podcast. He said uh, this new crop of drill artists are so aggressive and uh, they're they have no filter with these records that they're basically signing the the death certificate for drill music because law enforcement and NYPD is paying attention to what they're doing. So it's just crazy to hear that because you see the opposite happening. We're seeing it in Jersey. We're seeing it in Italy. Um, Korean drill, that's crazy. But like you see what's going on with that. So just to, just to hear and see people think that drill's not going to go anywhere, but we're seeing the opposite. It's just wild. Yeah, and what you're talking what you're talking about, which we've done a couple of shows shows about, is it, it's one thing for somebody, uh, you know, it's it's one thing for somebody to like nuke nuke Bizzle and nuke Bizzle, the guy in in California who was doing these PP, um, you know, these these COVID relief frauds and rapping like, you know, you have to sell cocaine, I just file a claim, and he was actually filing claims, you know, and then another guy was rapping about robbing ATMs, and he was actually robbing ATMs. I mean, exactly. Yes. Yeah. That that's one thing that you're basically self snitching and giving a, you know, the giving the police a the case on, on a silver platter. But I, I think that's I think that's a, a small percentage, Drewski. Am I am I right on that, or what, what's your take on that? It's definitely a small percentage, but they like to highlight it. But my whole take on it is let's just enjoy it while it's here. Right. Let's not even think about when it's ending or what. Who cares? Like let's enjoy it now. The right. kids love it. The clubs love it. The people love it. Let's keep spreading it and, and let it just, you know, live its, on its own. We, we all love drill music, right? I know old people that are now doing, I, I go on YouTube and I see like 80-year-old men, they're doing parodies, but they really enjoy doing the drill music. So right. it's like, just let it live. Like, stop talking down on it, talking down on the artist. Let's keep uplifting our culture. And I think that's what would make it last longer instead of always talking down on it. Yeah, but isn't some isn't that some of that like the like generation gap uh haterade a little bit there? Yeah, yeah, of course. And and I think for New York, you know, everybody said oh New York is missing an identity. And now we have an identity, have an right? Identity. They, they have an identity, but the seasoned artists and, and the generations before, it's hard for them to accept that this is the new identity. And I understand maybe they have more substance back in the 90s, but this is what it is and so it's, it's not gonna change. Not- they're still sounding off on sagging and and guys wearing skinny jeans. Right, like <laughs> it's it's not, it, it is what it is. Like <laughs> they wear the baggy jeans and the Tims like we did. That's what they, that's what they would say. Ron, Ron, what about that? You're laughing. You're laughing at that. What about that? <laughs> like I, everything You can speak. You know, all that change. Drills definitely. I, I want to say that drills bringing the kids together too. Because like one thing that I noticed from back then. Back then, a lot of people was dancing. Like, you see, when you had street dances, back then when music was lit. Yeah. Now, the kids are coming back to get dancing. So it's like a dancer culture is coming back in New York. Like, it's, it's coming stronger for dancing. The dancing and the, and the, the, the party part of it and the, yeah, and the fun part of it. Yeah, the kids love it. It's going to bring everything together. Because that's the only way these, that really isn't at, at the end of the day what people either, they either have to love to listen to it or love to dance to it mm-hmm. for fans, right? 
for it to grow. So when you got that type of, it's over. <laughs> Drewski, where do you think it? Where do you think it's going? I just see it progressing. I see more artists jumping on board. I see other uh, countries jumping on board. I, I only see uh, up right now, right? So, like I said, I'm just enjoying it. I'm glad I was on it early. I understand it, and you know, I, I, people are having fun now with it. So, you know, I don't overthink it. I don't try to digest or break it down. It's like, yo, this is what it is. This is New York. Shout out to all the artists, free all the artists that, you know, unfortunately are sitting down, you know, through the music. So right. Free K Flock, Chef G, Sleepy Hollow, Busy, everyone that, you know, that's behind the wall, like, you know, that's connected to the music because people, you know, want to look at it that side. But these these guys are influencers too. They're influencing your little daughter, your little son. They're listening to Ron Suno. They're listening to these artists. So, start supporting them a little more because that's what the next generation is looking up to. Right. And that's going to take it up, up there. Um, I want to thank all of you. Ron, Ron Suno, you want to give us the last word here? I think Ron Suno should get sturdy real quick. We'll get sturdy. Hey. Ready? Let's, go. Ready? Let's go. Get sturdy, Ron. Okay. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> like what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now explain to everybody what that, what, what is that what the dance is called or what is it? What is that? Yeah, that's the new that's the new wave right there. Getting that's sturdy. Against you got the, yeah, you gotta go between the legs, yeah. Like you play basketball, dribble, dribble, <laughs> dribble. It's like one, two steps is over. What what the two step is over though? Yeah, that's the updated two steps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, final word. What um yeah. The few, what is your personal <laughs> opinion on the I'm putting you on the spot? What is your your personal opinion about the future of drill? Um, my personal opinion, I want to see more uh, drill albums crack the Billboard top 10. We saw Fabio almost get there. There's no other reason why Ron Suno can't do that. Ross Swish can't do that. Kate right. Flock. I want to see I want to see the art form elevate, but I also want to see us protected. Don't give these people a reason to kill it too early, because once we come together and, you know, put our focus into something, they can't stop it. So let's just keep doing that. All right. Excellent. I want to thank all of you for being with us uh, for this episode of Street Soldiers. Mark Ellibert, thank you so much for being with us. Ron Suno, good luck with everything. We'll be following you. Get sturdy. Stay sturdy. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, DJ Drewski, thank you always for breaking down these uh, music trends and the whole whole music culture and hip hop culture for us uh, so often on Street Soldiers. We appreciate it. Appreciate you. And Thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.